You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 3 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Was it was that fast enough for you? That was a pregnant. There was pause. no pregnant pause. Was, was, I, I got right in there. <laughs> you didn't get right in there. Let's try that again. I'm Brad I'm Rothschild. Stephen Cook. That's, oh, okay, that's okay, what okay, I'm talking okay. about. That right there, right there. <laughs> We're in mid so, mid season form, right ooh, there. Feeling it, feeling it. So uh, mid season form. Speaking of feeling, I'm feeling very manly right now. Really? Yeah. Because. Do do tell, because unless of course it's not safe for no work. no no no. This is safe work. I mean, I'm feeling like manly and accomplished. <laughs> I took apart a sleeper sofa. How about and by I'm yourself? not in the emergency room by yourself. All by my lonesome. You didn't hire no, anyone. No to do task it for rabbit. You? Didn't call the handyman. Didn't What's didn't a task, task rabbit? rabbit. It's an app, and you and you and you say uh, this is what I need done, and then and when you need it done, and then someone shows up at your house and you pay them. And some manly some man manly man shows up, but I was feeling like so now you, but you can actually do this now. You can show up at other people's houses. Well, I don't know about that. I had to watch a YouTube video first to to take apart a sofa. No, it's yeah, because it's got a sleeper, a sleeper, so it got a bed in it. So I, t- I why wait 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 yes. why were you doing this? Okay, why? I'll tell you why. Because we got a new one. Because the one that I just took apart is twenty one years old, and it is so bad. It's not even that the bed part is bad, which is bad, but like you can't even sit on the couch. It's so broken. Like you slide Where up. This? It was in the basement. Is this in yeah, the, basement? the basement? Basement. So, basement, basement couch. couch. So, um, we bought a new one, but the dicks we bought the new one from said, yeah, no, 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 we won't, we won't remove the old one. And so. Th- you bought your new couch from dicks? <laughs> no. The people were dicks. And, oh. um, so. I was like, all right, but it's super heavy. So I figured I would take yeah. the sleeper sofa out and then take it up in pieces. And take it, would I'm, you just I'm, put it like yeah, on, I'm put on the curb? Stoop? We don't on have a curb? stoop here. This is so Yeah, suburban. it's very suburban. Oh, wait, it gets even more suburban. And I scheduled a bulk trash pickup. Yeah, baby. What does that mean? That means that it doesn't, it, the guys who come and get the trash on Monday morning don't have room in their truck. So some other guys will come on Monday and throw the couch and the sofa bed in the sofa, the the bed from the sofa into the couch. So you so call Fred so, and, uh, so yeah, Fred I call Fred and Lamont are going to come to exactly. So I I watched this YouTube video and I was like, okay, I can yeah. totally do this. And I get out my tools. I, can do this. I get out my tools. Wait, I, well, hold on. Yeah. I'm impressed that you have. I do. Tools. Well, they're from my, they're my dad's. He had tools. You, you inherited your dad's right, tools, right? But he knew the difference is he really knew how to use them, and I really. Yeah, you know. No, I have to say, I mean, I can hang a picture. Not, you're a pretty handy dude. Often, well, I told right. you the story. I think it was on the air. I told you the story how I I was trying to switch out a light switch, and I called my neighbor Mike, who's who is handy with yeah. these, these things, and I was like. Do I need a blah blah blah? And he's just like, stop! You are about, yeah. you are about to, to kill yourself. yourself. 
do not do anything. Yeah. And like the next thing I know, he's ringing the doorbell. He's like, did you touch anything? Anyway, so um, so I watch the YouTube video and I get out the tools that they told me to get out and I yeah. turn the couch over like they tell me to do and I discovered yeah. that none of the tools that they said I needed were applicable to our 21-year-old couch, which meant that I had to take a picture of what the things, the screws, whatever I had to take out and go to the hardware store and say, how do I do this? And he's, and the guys knew immediately and I came back and the nice. best part was that they were basically drill bits, uh, square drill bits. And so I had the thing out and I, I felt really manly. I just put them in the, in the, in the drill, put them in, there were six of them done. And then, um, I had the bed frame out, like no problems. I have to say, I have no idea what you're talking about anymore. But I'm impressed, nevertheless. Dude, I mean, I and then I, I was like all sweaty, and I put my tools away, and it was I think it was the first time that I sweat where either I I wasn't working out, like I, I didn't go for a run, or wasn't at yoga, or wearing a suit on a hot day. I was like, me man, I smell manly. Did you have a beer? Right what? Did you have a beer afterwards? No. I had a little bit of. Uh, oh, I had my sugar-free. Um, I had a sparkling <laughs> wine. <laughs> no, I had. I had a long. I had Lacroix. I had a long gulp of my my uh, sugar-free like Gatorade stuff, but it's not Gatorade. I use. I'm sorry. I use an all-natural thing. Oh, that's so that's so progressive <laughs> of you. But if you really wanted to be a man, you would have had like I know beers afterwards, passed out on the couch. <laughs> Why well, with the college football? With my that belly hanging over man. my belt. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I had my all-natural electrolyte drink afterwards. But I still smelled manly. I felt manly. Okay, but that... You know what? When we tell the story again, we're going to leave out the electrolyte <laughs> stuff. Should I say I had a glass of Chardonnay instead? That <laughs> no, would have been very nice, like, actually. I, very refreshing. Just say I had a can of be- a can of beer. <laughs> no, I should have said... A can I should have poured myself a, Chardonnay, a glass of Chardonnay. It would have been very refreshing. It's a hot day. Anyway, what's up? How are you? Are you a little under I, the weather? Did I hear this story? I, you, you know, I'm not feeling great, and this really never happens to me. Oh, man, I don't, I don't waste my time with minor illnesses. <laughs> I go. If, you go straight to I the major illness. If I get sick, I'm going straight to cancer. <laughs> so I don't. I generally and, don't and matzo ball, matzo ball soup will not cure that, huh? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. So it's really weird for me not to feel right. well because, you know, I generally feel fine except for when I have the cancer. <laughs> oh, Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> can, I, can I send you <laughs> matzo ball soup? No, I'm good. I'll be fine. Have By the nap. time those matzo balls get here, I'll be fine. <laughs> you know what? Have a little have nap. Have a little nap. I'll make you some tea. Watch, <laughs> some watch the baseball game and you'll fall right to sleep. Uh, speaking of the baseball yeah. games... The Yankees clinched the American uh, League East. Yay. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm so Yankees psyched for, for playoff baseball. You have no idea. I was more psyched before Domingo Herman was suspended for the rest of the year for smacking a woman <laughs> in front of like a Major League Baseball official. What is wrong what? with people? What the hell, man? Let's set the bar really low. Jesus. Don't smack a woman. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anyway, anyway. There's a, keep your hands to yourself. How about that? Seriously. 
Come on, you're a professional athlete. Oh, I'm so zen now that I ride the metro. Oh, man. <laughs> but what? you know, uh, Araldus Chapman actually was suspended a few years ago for a, an altercation that he had with his girlfriend. All these guys are just beating up their girlfriends. Jesus. Uh, Stop it. Seriously, what the hell? These guys need... What the hell? They need to be punched. And they need, like, serious... Therapy. I think they need therapy. Something. I think it's therapy. What do you think it is? I mean, we've talked about this. It's this. It's the culture of entitlement among athletes, yeah. where yeah, your yeah. entire life you're held up as being special because you can throw a ball fast, right. or you can hit a or ball far, or you can tackle far, someone, can, right? Or you can tackle somebody really hard, right? So you're so special, you're special. So and you get you can act you however you want, no matter how much of an asshole. Pretty much, but at some point, this is going to catch up to you. Well, I mean, just look at this Come whole on. thing, Antonio Brown. He's been suspended, apparently, oh to really bad, nasty allegations. Well, he was, he was released right. he was, by the Pats. He was released from the Pats, and the Pats will yeah. play anybody as long as they can catch a ball, right? Um, I mean, Bill Belichick and, and Bob Kraft don't have any any scruples or morals or anything. None. None. Zero. None. So after, his, after he was cut by the – released by the Raiders – for being yeah, a, yeah, but just basically being an asshole, but he it was also this no, entitlement thing that was going on. That was or that was all orchestrated with the Patriots. You so think it was get on to the Patriots? Yep, I, I think it was too. It, it just happened too easily. Too easy. Uh, you know, yeah. he started acting like like a fool. Right. He started. He he stepped it up. He stepped it up a little right, bit more. Right, right. And it was just like, what can I do to get thrown off of this team? Because you know that somewhere in the background, Bill Belichick was saying, like, you get out of that contract and you're coming here. I don't care what you got to do. We'll sign you. Right. And then, of course, the wrinkle in that whole plan was nobody realized that he was a domestic abuser. It, it, it's unbelievable. So, it's un- it, all of this, know, every day, there's just another story. But, you know, talking about football and people who will get hired, right. you know, doesn't matter. The Jets... Are terrible, <laughs> right? They're legitimately awful. As are the Giants. Their second string. Even though we well, don't watch. Put put that okay. aside. I don't watch, but I know because I right. read the first string quarterback is right. out. Their second first string quarterback, string quarterback got quarterback mono. Got right. The second string quarterback went down last week. You know who doesn't have a job in the NFL? Yep. Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Exactly. You can't tell me that the Jets' third-string quarterback <laughs> is Colin better Kaepernick. than Colin no, Kaepernick. it's totally true. So they will the not hire this guy. Who can't get a, who can't get a job in the NFL? And, and what did Colin he do? Kaepernick. What was his great crime? Was calling attention to yeah. the 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 injustice, the violence visited upon violence. African Americans by the police. That's all he did. He's not. He's you would think that people would not want their fellow citizens to be killed for no reason. You would think, but you'd be <laughs> wrong. You know what? He hates freedom nearly as much as you do. <laughs> Which is hard because you I really, really hate freedom. I hate freedom. You really I hate freedom. Hate freedom. Um, speaking of, you speaking hate freedom. of hating freedom. Yes. Did you? Um, I resemble that remark. <laughs> what? <laughs> speaking of hating freedom, did you see? Yes. Uh, Mayor Uncle Fester on TV. Uh, <laughs> okay, 
So he had a meltdown on Chris. Well, I mean, how many times is a dude gonna have a meltdown on TV where he contradicts himself? He says one thing, then two seconds later he said, "No, I never said that," and then he says, "Oh no, of course I said that," and he screams at people and says that he's lost, he's lost his, his marbles. Mind. But it's not. It's I, I'm not sure that he's. You know, this is dementia or early onset dementia. I think this no, is what Ju- Rudy Giuliani's demise. And it really is a demise yeah. because, you know, when he was a when he was the U.S. attorney in the Southern District, for all of his yeah. faults, this was a guy who upheld the rule of law. He cleaned up well, Wall right. Street. That's what he was all he about. He cleaned he up Wall Street. He went after law. these, yeah. you know, Michael Milken and all these guys who were doing all kinds of crazy things on Wall Street. Come what may, this is New York. This is, you know, this is basically the, the home industry for New York. And he, yeah. he cleaned the whole thing up. Then he was the mayor. True. He wasn't, True story. and then he was the mayor. There were problems, and then by the time September tenth, two thousand and one rolled around, everybody in New York hated him. Is that your house or mine? It's not my phone. That's oh, my man. house. Um, so everybody hated him. September eleventh happened. He suddenly became America's mayor. Okay, now fast forward to the Trump era. This is a guy who made his reputation on cleaning up Wall Street. There must be like New York Times profiles calling him the new right. Elliot Ness or whatever. Ooh. And I guarantee there are from the 80s when he was the U.S. attorney. And now this, this represents the banana republicization of the United States. Rudy Giuliani will do anything. He will say anything. Yeah. He will break laws and justify it all in the service of Donald Trump. Um. I don't Wait, understand it. Why? Why? What is he getting I out don't of know. this? Why, how is he benefiting? Is he that much of a racist like, that he why just do buys people think Trump is whole? awesome? And why are they you know, afraid of him? He tweets. You know what? Don't go on Twitter. I mean, it's like... He, well, he tweets, and we now also know that his entire policy is to speak loudly and carry a small stick because he's a bully. And if you stand up to the bully, the bully runs away. So I actually, whether it's, Ira- I actually whether wrote it's that. Iran, you did. I wrote. So that, maybe I wrote. I wrote. I wrote, I wrote he thing. he speaks loudly and carries a non-existent stick. You know, I I only quote from the best. <laughs> yeah. What can, what I, can I say, man? I only I only steal. I did like I did I like, and again, this summer. might be you know this may be verboten in some circles. I thought that um, on the Iran thing, Brett Stevens had a great yeah. quote. He said that he has the rhetoric of Bob Barr, but the strategic calculus of Dennis Kucinich. <laughs> wow. That, that was rough. That was rough. I mean, you know, I hate to be like a warmonger or anything, but those are good. Those are some good quotes. That's a good quote. Yeah. Look, listen, I don't want to go to war with Iran either, but it's like we go from we're locked and loaded <laughs> to locked and loaded doesn't mean we're necessarily going to fight. That could be, could, could be anything. You know, to, it could be we got the car you know, locked up and it's loaded with food. I mean, there's lots of things locked and loaded. It's, it's just that's just diplomatic <laughs> talk for we're ready to negotiate. It's 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 I have to say something, but I'm just going to apply sanctions on people who never traveled to the United States and don't have any assets here because they need to look like I'm doing something. If only we could engage Iran in some sort of negotiation for them to stop their Okay, look, you know, hey, here's the deal. I agree with everybody on that. Everybody said to me, I wrote a piece, I guess was somewhat controversial about this whole thing. Everybody said, oh, well, we shouldn't be in this position in the first place. I said, okay, 
But we can't rewind the world. I mean, this no, is where we are. So do we want to live in a world where the Iranians can blackmail everybody? I don't. But if we're well, going to live in that world, I figured let's stop investing all the, all the money, all the you know, military equipment, the basing, everything for being in the Middle East. And let's just, let's just take a lot of that out. And we can use that money for, you know, healthcare, universal kindergarten, pay, paving on, the GW Parkway. I mean, seriously, it's like, works, what are we doing in these places? What's that? But that's not how this shit works, and you know. No, that. I know. I know it doesn't work. Take that, that money and Obviously use it, it, doesn't and work use it for education. But I'm just trying to be provocative. The the other thing is, like he positioned himself as as Saudi Arabia's bitch last week. <laughs> We're waiting for the Saudis to tell us what they <laughs> well, want so, us to do. Yeah, and the Saudis, what the, the Saudis what weren't the terribly hell? happy with that. Listen, well, I mean, come listen, on. they 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 and so they went into like hedge mode after the pre- it became clear the president was going to do anything right. after this daring and serious attack on Saudi Arabia. So listen, everybody who is really upset with the Saudis and saying. You know, we shouldn't defend Saudi Arabia. And my position is we shouldn't defend Saudi Arabia, but we should defend the sea lands. We should defend the free flow of energy resources out of the Middle East because that's the reason why we're there. Um, So if we're not going to do that, we should go home. But everybody who says, oh, we shouldn't defend Saudi Arabia, we shouldn't defend Saudi Arabia. When the Saudis purchase a nuclear weapon from the Pakistanis, Right. And then unzip their pants to show everybody their nuclear weapon. There's going to be holy hell and people are going to be freaking out. But this moment, along with a number of other discrete moments, will have led to the Saudis taking that dramatic step. But I'm not suggesting that... I thought you were going to make a remark on the unzip their pants and show uh, the nuclear weapon. No, I don't really want to talk yeah, about okay. the Saudis okay. unzipping their pants. Okay. But if they're wearing the flowing robe, how are I guess they pulling them up. That? Pulling it up. I'm not even talking about that, though. I'm talking about saying, stating publicly, uh, we're going to wait for the Saudis to tell us what they want us to do. Right. Like, I know that we, he always talks about not wanting to be a, the world's policeman, <laughs> but he wants us to be the Saudi policeman? <laughs> like... If the Saudis just tell us they want us to, to attack nothing. Iran, are we going to... Yeah, but if the Saudis say, okay, go for it, that means we're going to go for it? <laughs> well, of course not, because... Well, the Saudis told us. It's no, like no, 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 no. The Saudis, the Saudis were never... Once, friend, once the president said that, the Saudis were never going to say, okay, go ahead. Right, but it doesn't trouble you in the least that that's what he said? Um, it doesn't trouble me so much because we weren't... At that point, it was pretty clear we weren't going to do anything. I'm sorry, but you and I both know that this is all about optics. <laughs> I understand. Right? I understand. But this is the guy. This is we're talking about an entire, an entire stream of political. But okay, belief. I understand. That, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. No, you don't. You don't even know what I'm going to say. That went, that went freaking nuts when they said that Obama bowed. <laughs> Bow down. And he didn't bow. So Obama okay, we're talking bowing. about two different things. You're talking about the no, hypocrisy. Um, oh, we're ta- it's all the, the same GOP. thing. I'm though, talking about the least, geopolitics. At of least, song. but at least be consistent. At least be consistent, right? If you're going to say like Obama is bowing down before the Saudis, right. and then you have your president say, "Well, whatever the Saudis <laughs> want, we're going to do," you tell me what's worse. Even, even be, all I'm asking for is consistency. 
if you're going to oppose an Iran deal that Obama negotiates, you better oppose the same deal that Trump <laughs> well, eventually negotiates. That's not going to happen. But that, but, it's going to be a better deal, the great deal. Um, yeah. This was okay. so Just bad. Like the new NAFTA. This was the so bad. The new NAFTA bad. is a better deal, too. This whole episode, this was so bad that Lindsey Graham, whose lips <sighs> have been on Donald Trump's behind private parts. for months, and you broke with the president private, on this. Pick whatever private parts. Private parts. He, yeah, okay. For how long? Oh, uh, well. How no, long I know. He was, but he was one of one, I think. So, but okay, what was interesting so is that the, most of the Democrats and the Republicans were united on this. But does that make a no. difference? Because he'll just do what he wants to do no, anyway. But, you know. And and his supporters, like Rudy Giuliani, a.k.a. Well, Uncle Fester, will go on TV and live on his behalf and will basically parrot anything that he says, no matter how contradictory one statement is from the look, next. I think a, a broad theme of the Amen Corner, one of the broad themes yeah. of the Amen Corner since November 2016, has been how everything has just become narrow political fights and everything reduced to narrow political interests. So you can't actually, so of course Rudy Giuliani is going to get on TV and lie and engage in the, in the worst hypocrisy. There's, there's, because no one's really interested in particularly the Republicans. They're not interested in any policy, what's good for the country. They're just interested, as we talked about before, in owning all of their opponents. So there's nothing exactly. that, none of this kind uh, kind of thing. So Trump has no commitments to our allies. It's what is going to serve him at a particular moment. Um, and that's fine. And so he can negotiate I, I mean, a new JCPOA and say it's uh, the most amazing thing ever. And people, be, since it's about owning other people, yeah. the, 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 the notion that they tried to destroy one president over an agreement, if it comes, that won't be terribly different from the original one negotiated, doesn't even occur to people because it's just about narrow political fights. This country doesn't have a foreign policy any longer and it doesn't have national policy. It has Twitter fights. Right. It has owning the libs. Right. And there's a certain amount, obviously different, but people want to own the, the Trumpsters as well. But the yeah, consequences aren't opponents. as great because the because those people aren't in power. Right. It's like what we've said before. Like you said, the, the, the broad themes. Politics is sports yeah. now. It's yeah. all sports. And if my team wins, then your team loses. And my right. goal is to make sure that your team loses. So in that light, where you were going with this Uncle Fester thing right. to begin with was this whole Ukraine fiasco. Yep. So here we have a president talking to the president of Ukraine and essentially holding up aid until they agree to start investigating his political opponent's family. Is, am I getting my facts correct? <laughs> that, as I understand it, yes. <laughs> That's pretty much what we're looking yep. at. And we now have Republicans saying, it's no big deal. <laughs> right. No big deal. It's okay. Again, just to, Giuliani you know, said. To, Giuliani said they were doing it. He said at one point he said, "Well, these are scan- Democrat scandals that you in the media refuse to investigate." Right, right. Because no and, one and ever covered Hillary saying, Clinton's emails. But Chris Cuomo kept saying, "Show me the right. evidence," and he's like, "I'm not sending you anything." He's like, "Okay." 
I mean, but it's insanity. It's total insanity. But it's the it's it's, it's what would happen in a banana republic. But this is where right? we are. We are a banana exactly. republic. So so let's say that President Obama uh-huh. got on the phone with oh a world God. leader. <laughs> he would have been removed from office. He again. I'm going to go back to this, and I know the imagery is horrible. He would have been. Oh lynched. my God! You went there. <gasps> he would have been oh lynched. They are racist assholes. I'm sorry. Well, this is this is what I mean. I think people say opposition to Obama. They get offended when they when when you say broadly speaking, the Tea Party. The Tea Party then took <laughs> over the GOP. That that right. this was based on race. But now we have three years of evidence. Allegedly, yep. the Tea Party was upset about deficit spending. They were upset right. about yeah. debt. Too De- much yeah. debt. Deficits That's why the Tea Party, yeah. where they were going to be taxed. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. Now, exactly. the deficit has exploded. A trillion <laughs> no, dollars matter. of debt. I don't see any it's of these. Not about the I don't see. Right. So what was it in opposition to? A guy named Barack Obama who happened to be African-American. Actually half. He's... His mother's white. His mother's white and his father's African African. So his his experience was not typical of the average African American in the United States. So the I mean, look, we can get into the nuance, you know, from here until the cows come home. But the cows come home. Do they say Yeah? They're tired like you after taking the bolts (laughs) out of the the couch. Ah. Yeah, the 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 cows are tired when they come home. (laughs) So, so essentially, to the surprise of nobody who's been listening to this to this show for the last even five minutes, it's always been about yeah. racism. But the opposition to Obama was always about racism. Right. It's always about owning the libs. It's always about my side has to win and your side has to lose. Without a doubt. And and they will destroy the country <laughs> in order to and the planet. You know, in order to make sure that our side loses. I was I was having this extraordinary back and forth. Um, over text the other evening with my friend Hisham, um, who's from Lebanon. He's like the dean of Arab journalists in Washington. He's been here for a long time. He's an American citizen. The guy knows more about bluegrass and the Civil War than anybody, than anybody. And he said to me, "Is that a good thing?" No, I think it's a. I think it's a great thing. And when when we okay. when we, we, we keep saying that the only the only tour guide that we want when we go to Gettysburg is is Hisham. Anyway. So he texted me the other day and he said, it is so outrageous how Jews have to be fearful in this country now. He's like, I'm just astonished by this. He said, he said the anti-Semitism in this country now, I, I think is worth, worse than the Islamophobia. This is, and so wow. how can... What is that based on? Well, I think there was the, the, the stories about Orthodox Jews again being beaten up in, in Brooklyn and there were right. a number of other things. And um, I think that for anybody to deny that the uptick in racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, uh, homophobia, I mean, you know, you name it, has nothing to do with Donald Trump and the present day Republican Party is they must they can't possibly be nobody believes that they're in denial well they're in denial and then they'll turn it on to well look at left wing anti-Semitism on campus like as if that is as violent as the the guy who came and shot up as bad as it is 
as bad as it is. Right. And it's there's not a swastika the same thing. I'm sorry. This, it is week. right. It's hard, which is right. horrible. But then nobody's using guns. Yeah, at least not right. yet. Only I mean, the right not, is using guns, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, uh, this was not uplifting. Other than my sleeper sofa situation, that was uplifting. That was uplifting. It was. I felt. Did I you felt feel? Were you inspired? You Are you going to go like, take apart a couch now? At least watch Michelle's a YouTube like, video about taking a couch Mich- apart. Michelle's going to be like, "Why the hell did you take the couch apart?" Because I wanted to be manly, like, like Steve. I wanted to sweat. <laughs> that's when. That's when. That's when I get a divorce. <laughs> All right, I think we're out. I'm, you wh- you took the couch apart for no reason <laughs> other than you wanted to sweat and have a beer. No. Well, Stephen Stephen took his couch apart. <laughs> it's like Lauren when I wanted to get the Pendejo T-shirt. She's like, "You guys yeah, don't I mean, have to be matchy." <laughs> Always. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. I'm taking my couch apart right now. Uh, you should have God, a you should it. have a Chardonnay afterwards. I'm having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a, in, a in a can. All right, have the Chardonnay I'm in a can. S- all right. I'm going to sweat all over everything. Are we out of here? I'm taking a part of the couch. Do it. Don't feel manly. All, all right. right, that's episode three in the can. In the couch. Episode three in the couch. We're out of here. On the couch. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>